Hold on to grudges. And if someone sins against you, talk about it to someone else behind that person's back. Don't seek reconciliation. You have every right to be angry. Don't try to mend broken relationships. Doing so is tedious and can be painful and embarrassing. For goodness sake, don't forgive. We'll call that the advice of anti-Jesus. And the advice is uh, some which I assume none of us would find to be all that good. At the same time, however, I'm guessing that all of us have followed at least some of that advice at various times in our lives. Now, I doubt we followed the, the previous advice because we've been trying to do the wrong thing, but because doing so is a heck of a lot easier than following the advice Jesus gave. Reconciliation is hard. Opening, your up to, your opening yourself up to the possible attack by someone who has already harmed you is a frightening prospect. Sitting by yourself and stewing about a way someone has hurt you, on the other hand, is much easier. Talking to friends about how we've been hurt and gaining their support against the person who hurt us seems to help. We certainly feel better with our friend's support. Unfortunately, none of these solutions actually solve the problem. When someone hurts us, the only way to solve the problem is to talk to the person who did the hurting. This brings us back to the challenge mentioned earlier. Doing so is dangerous. When someone sins against us, against us, we can lob verbal insults and retaliation with very little risk of injury. We can stew in our anger in relative safety. We can approach the person with guns blazing, telling him off for being so hurtful, possibly inflicting some damage of our own, again, in relative safety. We cannot, however, approach the person who hurt us in an open, honest, and vulnerable way and let that person know that he hurt us without risking further injury. We leave ourselves wide open for another attack. Doing so is risky, and it is the most loving thing we can do for the other person and for ourselves. Anyone who has held a grudge knows the weight of a grudge, knows the darkness that's carried around by holding a grudge. And anyone who has let go of a grudge and sought reconciliation also knows the lightness and the ease of spirit that comes from letting it go. Not long ago, I sought reconcilia reconciliation with someone I had wronged. This was from years ago, when a couple of my friends and I were joking around together and ended up saying some really hurtful things about another person who happened to overhear what we were saying. She did exactly what Jesus taught. She talked, to a, she talked to us about it the next day, and she wasn't hurtful or mean. She told us what we had done. She told us that it had hurt. And in my great maturity and embarrassment, I pretty much denied the whole thing. So I was hurtful right back on top of the previous hurt. I demonstrated perfectly the risk she took in following Jesus' advice, pointing out the fault and seeking reconciliation. Fast forward now to two weeks ago. This incident has popped into my mind at various times ever since. And finally, I built up a courage to call this person and apologize. She was very surprised um, and quite grateful. Now, it's not as though as, uh, this had been any huge uh, burden on her life. I'm, I don't believe I'm really all that important you know, to her. My, my being a jerk uh, years before uh, wasn't all that important to her. Um, and yet, 
there was an awful lot of healing. For both of us, when I finally made that call, there was forgiveness. And the weight and the darkness of the things that I had said were gone. The weight was gone from me, and I owe her a debt of gratitude for the lifting of that weight because it would not have happened if she had not pointed out the fault to me. If she had not been vulnerable and taken the risk of being hurt again, she and I would both not have experienced the healing of reconciliation. And so I am so grateful to her for having the strength to point out my fault and to show me love in the face of my being a jerk. Speaking the truth in love, we must grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. That's Ephesians 4.15, Paul reminding us of our call to be Jesus' disciples, seeking to live as he taught us. Love one another, Jesus taught. Loving other people should be our M.O. And sometimes that means pointing out people's faults and sins. Now, courtesy might demand silence in the face of someone's hurtful actions. Love demands pointing out the fault and pointing out the hurt that was caused. We, of course, must be cautious when we point out the hurt someone has caused, that we truly are speaking the truth in love. Our motivation cannot be simply to demand an apology as a right. Our motivation should have love of self and love of the other mixed in together. We should seek to unbind ourselves from the hurt inflicted on us, and we should seek to unbind the other person from the hurt that person has caused. Jesus said to his disciples, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I've heard this understood in a variety of ways. I've heard it explained that Jesus was giving authority to some of his disciples to forgive sins, such that bishops and priests could forgive people's sins, and that if they didn't forgive people's sins, then those sins would be stuck with those people, even in heaven. In reality, I don't believe bishops and priests have quite that much power. During the Sacrament of Reconciliation, every Sunday, and every Sunday after the Confession, bishops and priests aren't forgiving people's sins. They're declaring God's forgiveness of people's sins. During the Sacrament of Reconciliation, priests can forgive on behalf of the community, the church, so that someone who has been separated from the church can then rejoin the church. I'm talking here about excommunication, by which the bound on earth, bound in heaven language sounds like it has eternal consequences, but it doesn't. Excommunication means being separated from the church, the community, the family here on earth. It doesn't bear on one's eternal salvation. But it does, it is very important. I've, I've been with people who... Uh, sometimes were self, gave self-imposed excommunication. And it wasn't so much a fear of being damned later on in life, but because of their, their own sins and the things they had done, they felt that they couldn't be a part of the church anymore. And in the Sacrament of Reconciliation, they were brought back into the church, and they were given and heard declare the assurance of God's forgiveness. So what then does this bound on earth and bound in heaven stuff mean if it doesn't mean eternal consequences uh, for excommunication? Well, perhaps elements 
of the understanding that I've just given are there. Perhaps being bound on earth and bound in heaven means that when we don't let go of the way we wrong others and the way others wrong us, then those things weigh us down and bind us up. I was bound for years by the hurtful things I had said about the person I mentioned earlier. I believe I was bound on earth and in heaven because earth and heaven are one and the same. Heaven is right here among us. God is right here among us. When I finally apologized for the hurtful things I'd said, the bonds which had held me were loosed here on earth and in heaven. My spirit, my soul was lighter, was released from the bonds which, with which I had bound myself. Jesus did not give us an easy road to hoe when he taught us to seek reconciliation with those who have hurt us. But he knew what he was talking about. He knew the joy of reconciliation. And he knew the fear and possible pain of seeking reconciliation. He knew the sacrifice which love demands. And he knew the joy and healing which only love can give. God's love for us was, after all, the reason for his reconciliation with us. So let go of grudges. And if someone sins against you, speak the truth in love and point out the fault to that person. Seek reconciliation, even if you have every right to be angry. Try to mend broken relationships. Doing so is tedious and can be painful and embarrassing. It's also one of the most loving things you can do. And for goodness sake, forgive. Amen.